Welcome to the Finding Life Teaching Podcast, where we find life in Jesus through the teaching of God's Word. I'm going to start off with a couple of questions. I'm going to give a few seconds of pause in order for you to think um, more deeply about these questions. You're not getting a phone call. Often when there's a long pause, I think, um, oh, someone's going to break in with a the, with the phone call. Or um, we haven't, th- this hasn't, you know, stopped recording or gone off or anything. So just a, a few seconds on the other end of these questions for you to think about it. What do you consider to be a success? Second question, what would you consider to be wise? So if I told you, you know, for in, in your life, if, if you thought about your life, if I told you that you would be so good, that you'd be so good at serving people, that 10,000 plus people would follow you wherever you would go. I mean, even when you would try to get away on vacation, somebody would figure out where you were, post it on Twitter, post it on Instagram, and 10,000 people would instantly show up where you were. I mean, what, what, what would you consider? What would you think that if, if you were so good at public speaking that the common phrases when you were done was amazing, astonishing, I've never heard things like this before. Would you consider it a success that even though there were tens of thousands of people following you and you were packing out stadiums and you were packing out arenas that you never had to charge an admission because your raving fans supplied every need that you ever had and that you, you know, you traveled so much, you don't really need a home, but you know what, you're so successful that you're never lacking a place to stay. We're concluding this series called Foreshadow, where we're taking a look at uh, four different prophecies of Jesus, where prophets are bringing us closer to this figure that is, that is standing through the mist, the mist that is centuries of time into the future and pointing at this figure and saying, this is the one, this is the one that you need to place all of your faith and all of your hope in. He is going to be your life. There is one coming that you need to put your faith in. And so we're going to go back to Isaiah. And we're seeing, we're, we, we see God through Isaiah. In Isaiah uh, 52, 13, uh, uh, it tells us this. My servant, who will be successful? He will be raised and lifted up and greatly exalted. Uh, I I utilize three main translations as I read over and study and think about um, uh, a passage of scripture. Uh, I, I use the, the the Christian Standard Bible (CSB), the New Living Translation (NLT), and the ESV, the English Standard Version. Those are my three main versions. Kind of a uh, a, 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 a more uh, three different ends of the spectrum or, a, or a, one as a looser translation, one as a more stricter translation, one in the middle. That's the, that's the way I do my study and what I read. 
in every single one. The three different translations I use use a different word for success. My servant who will be successful. My servant who will be prosperous. My servant who will be wise. The Blue Letter Bible is the main uh, place that I go to for for word study. It's a simple uh, way to be able to uh, get the the idea and the feel of the different words. And, and this word really does have the double meaning of success and wise. And really, if you think about it, the successful are wise and the wise are successful. And so, I mean, you're smart people, right? You're smart people. I, I, I outlined for you, we, I overlaid for you, asked you what about if, if you were this type of successful, I overlaid Jesus' ministry over your life, right? You saw that. And that's the outward success that Jesus had. And so is this what Isaiah is going to point to when he says, my servant, who will be successful? And then he goes on to characterize the success of his of this servant that he is pointing forward to. So what type of success is Isaiah telling us that this one is going to have? First of all, the successful servant would be rejected, rejected by his people and rejected by people. 53 verse 3. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we did not value him. This successful servant is going to be rejected by people. Also, this successful servant would be would would would, would take our sin upon himself. 53:5. But he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities. For our peace was on him, and we are healed by his wounds. And lastly, the successful servant would be cut off from the living. 53.8, he was taken away because of oppression and judgment. And who considered his fate? For he was cut off from the land of the living. He was struck because of my people's rebellion. I mean, look. If we said that a CEO was going was rejected by his people, he took the fall for what his people did and was cut off, we wouldn't call that success, would we? We would call that an utter failure. I mean, that would not be making the covers of of, of Forbes or Fast Company or entre, uh, or Entrepreneur magazines, right? This is at best is going to be tucked away deep inside the magazine as this as this abject failure, let alone if we were appointing forward 700 years to somebody that was going to come, that was going to be rejected by his people, that he was going to take the fall for his people, and that he was going to be cut off and cut off from the living, meaning he was going to die because of all of this. I mean, we, we wouldn't call that uh, a success, right? We wouldn't say, oh, this is going to be a successful person. But again, you're smart people, right? You know that this is the suffering servant. If you've been around um, Christianity seminary, studying, uh, just in biblical studies at all, you know that this is the suffering servant in Isaiah. Isaiah 52, 13 through the rest of uh, Isaiah 52 and, the, and all of Isaiah 53 is the suffering servant. But really, Isaiah is calling this not the suffering servant. He starts off saying that this is the successful servant. But we would never ever characterize this as success. You know, I find it difficult personally. I mean, come on. We see everybody else out there with all this success, right? 
I'm not saying this is good or bad, but Outreach Magazine even outlines the success outward success year by year by year and the fastest growing and the biggest churches and and these lists right i'm I'm not saying they shouldn't do that or, or or what have you but it is so easy to look around and go all of these other people are having success and this outward success and we start to we start to chase this success but yet success is fleeting if we do climb to the top of the mountain of success and we look around we look around to find that there are other and taller mountains and then our heart starts desiring those mountains oh man i got to the top of this mountain but there's other mountains to scale there's other mountains to climb there's other mountains to be successful on success is fleeting if we utilize it to fill our soul and utilize it to fuel our soul it is fleeting and we will never get enough of it and when we do get the top of the mountain of success we find that there's other successes to go after so maybe this is why isaiah didn't point towards outward success He called this servant successful and pointed towards the rejection and isolation. Why would he do that? Well, in Isaiah 53.10, we see that it's the Lord's will. He says, yet the Lord was pleased to crush him severely. I mean, he he was pleased to do this. God was pleased to crush this servant severely and... And not only that, but to call that the success? Well, it's because that it was the success, the outward success, the numerical success that Jesus obtained. That was not the success that he was after. See, the success that he was after was, first of all, to bear our grief and to be crushed for our sins. That was the success that Jesus was after, 53, 4 through 5. Yet he himself bore our sickness and he carried our pains, but we in turn regarded him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. But he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was upon him and we are healed by his wounds. Success for Jesus, success for uh, the successful servant, his success was was to bear our grief and was to be crushed for our sin. We are healed because of this, not healed of a cold, but healed at the soul level. That we are dying from the inside out because of our sin. But he heals those wounds and gives us life, everlasting infinity life inside of our soul. And that was success to him. What else was success to to Jesus? To feel our isolation when we went astray. 53, 6 through 8. We all went astray like sheep. We all have turned to our own way. And the Lord has punished him for the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb led to the slaughter and like a sheep silent before her shearers. He did not open his mouth. He was taken away because of oppression and judgment. And who considered his fate? For he was cut off from the land of the living. He was struck because of my people's rebellion. He was assigned a grave with the wicked, but he was with the rich man in his death because he had done no violence and had not spoken deceitfully. See, our sin, we have gone astray when we sin. We, we, we walked our own way. We're like sheep that just, just, just wander around aimlessly. 
and we'll follow each other off of a cliff if that's what the person in front of us does. But Jesus, success to Jesus was to feel, was to experience that isolation, was, was to experience and know what it feels like to have God turn his back on him because he had sin on him on the cross. Success to Jesus was to feel and to experience the isolation that we feel because of our sin and, 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 and was to bring us back from our isolation. And lastly, success for Jesus. The successful servant found success by satisfying the offering of guilt and interceding for sinners. 53, 10 through 12. Yet the Lord was pleased to crush him severely. When you make him a guilt offering, he will see his seed. He will prolong his days. And by his hands, the Lord's pleasure will be accomplished. After his anguish, he will see light and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will carry their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him the many as a portion, and he will receive the mighty as spoil, because he willingly submitted to death and was counted among the rebels. Yet he bore the sin of many and interceded for rebels when there is sin. A guilt offering is required. And Jesus' success was to be that guilt offering, to be that perfect sacrificial lamb as the guilt offering for our sin and to intercede and to go between us and God, absorbing all of the wrath of God that was destined for anybody that walked away from him. That was success to Jesus. See, Jesus was successful because he was rejected and isolated. That was not failure. That was his success. I don't know what God has in store for you. Maybe it is to be at the top of the charts of Outreach Magazine or to be top of the charts of Forbes or Fast Company or top of the charts of a mother or top of the charts of janitor i don't know what god has for you for outward success maybe he has you toiling and serving and working in obscurity in order to reach just one see outward success is not our success outward success is not the success that god considers are we hearing and following him are we serving others? Are we laying down our life for others? Because that is what Jesus found successful. I read um, in a book, Divine Direction by uh, Craig Rochelle this week. That's He said about preaching and leading a church of his size. That's a lot of people who I'm privileged to serve. It isn't about amassing more. It is about serving more laying down our life for others. See, Jesus endured isolation and rejection so you can be accepted by God. This was Jesus' success and wisdom. See, leaders, that's not for somebody else. That is for you. My heart is to, is to give life to leaders, church leaders, marketplace leaders from the inside out, to, get, to, to give life to you through God's word. And look, 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 look. We so often hear something like this, and man, I know who needs this. I know somebody else needs this. This is great to pass along to others, but we forget that we're isolated and we're alone ourselves because so many of us are 
pursuing numbers and so many of us are performing to find success but when we perform we must be successful to get people's favor and that is a god that will not satisfy our heart and our soul we will get to the top of that performance mountain and get to the top of the success mountain and go huh that's it look that mountain over there is so much higher And when we don't match that standard, we experience rejection and isolation. Maybe not from other people, but we reject ourselves and we isolate ourselves. Jesus' success was to be isolated and to be be God of the isolated. He wants to be your God. He wants you to know that you are not isolated and alone. At the very minimum, he is with you right now and he came and he finds it successful to be isolation so you do not experience isolation with him you can have a relationship with him this isn't this is for you leader having a relationship is with him isn't about doing more ministry and leading more people it is about tying in and connecting with him directly and he is going to bring people around you so that you know you are not alone on this earth there is somebody he wants to bring into your life or some buddies he wants to bring into your life so that you know that it's not just him and you but that there are others with you that get you that understand you and want to empathize and walk with you through whatever you are going through look success and wisdom is hearing and following jesus let this be your wisdom thank you for listening to the finding life teaching podcast you can find more content online our website is findinglife.me follow us on facebook and instagram at finding life 19 if you like what you hear a little bit of help goes a long way like share and comment through social rate and review through itunes and finally subscribe through your podcast player of choice Wendy's breakfast faves are two for four bucks. Choose between the honey butter chicken biscuit, classic bacon, egg, and cheese, or classic sausage, egg, and cheese. You have to tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. Wendy's breakfast faves are two for four bucks. Choose between the honey butter chicken biscuit, classic bacon, egg, and cheese, or classic sausage, egg, and cheese. You have to tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend, and they'll tell a friend. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary.